it's easy just to go and ask a business, can you refer to us? I think this will work. The best thing there is to offer your what you can do for them first because most they're most likely going to refer back to you because they feel they need to if you start things off first and, and help them out. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends. Pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also passionate word of mouth and referral advocate Luke Santamaria, founder of Reward Buddy. That's the voice you heard right at the start of the show. And you would recognize Luke's voice from the last episode where we discussed the first four of Luke's eight ways to get more customer referrals. Only a new business, Reward Buddy launched in 2019 after Luke Santamaria implemented and brought to life a referral program for a physio group he managed. From there, Luke saw an opportunity to help other businesses, especially those that aren't digital and and don't trade online, to really try and help leverage their brand and their word of mouth and grow their referral programs. Reward Buddy is great for service-based businesses such as cafes and gyms, tradies, health providers, and those that don't have a lot of time or money to put into their marketing and, and some of those traditional tactics, but who rely heavily on word of mouth, loyalty, and referrals. The platform also helps retain clients with a loyalty reward aspect with a point system for using businesses on the platform as well as reviewing businesses on the platform. And those points can be used with any business on Reward Buddy. Further, the platform provides a flexibility for businesses to create and implement bespoke reward programs so they aren't forced into that one-size-fits-all or or predetermined packages. One of the advantages of the platform is that through a business's reward system, they are collecting names and contact details of their customers, something that is sadly overlooked by a lot of small and medium businesses, and that is building a database. I found out about Reward Buddy on a Facebook group I'm a member of where Luke had posted an article titled Eight Ways to Get More Customer Referrals. I thought it had some great and practical advice, especially for those on limited budgets because a lot of what Luke talks about can be implemented without spending any money or even a lot of money. So I invited Luke on the show to chat about his advice and being the passionate word of mouth and referral advocate he is, he went way over time on covering the eight ways to get more customer referrals. So as you might know, I've split the chat with Luke into two episodes. So if this is the first episode of Marketing Builder you've listened to, then I recommend heading back and listening to episode 18 and the first half of Luke's chat. I pick up the conversation with Luke again by asking him whether businesses should focus on one or two referral channels and go all in on those channels and really focus on them or whether they should try and cover as many bases and channels as possible. Here's Luke. This can go either way. I think you can really hone in on um, a certain channel and, and focus on that or you can really disperse it among the among a, a number of channels 
Um, and look, there's, let's be honest, there's so many channels you can choose from today. You know, email, your website, your social media, you know, your face-to-face interactions. There's so many ways that you can you can cast that net. But uh, I think it sort of boils down to, as I mentioned earlier, BS, picking your demographic and your customer. Because if you've got a demographic of someone who will only ever use email, doesn't go on social media, and doesn't really search the web or anything like that, you're obviously just going to hone in on that type, that channel and send emails out. So I think it comes down to doing a little bit of research into how will someone most likely refer and what channel would they go down. Having said that, uh, email has been shown to be the most likely someone will refer above any other you know channel, whether it's social media, um, SMS um, emails always been shown to be the one where someone will most likely use that to refer off. So it's it's probably an interesting one that businesses should focus on. And look, as I mentioned before, that can be hard for small businesses because they don't have an email database. So it is hard to u- utilize that and get the word out. So, but if you if you do have the opportunity to build an email database, um, that's generally the best way to go about it. I know my my wife she. Uh, she loves going on Instagram and and uh, flicking through all the influences that uh, you know she comes across, and I'm sure there's many people out there like that these days. I'm not one of them, but um, she there was a good chance that uh, if she was going to recommend someone, she's going to share a post of that business recommending them to her friend on Instagram rather than shooting an email. So I think that if I was trying to get her to refer, I would definitely be posting asking her to just post something up on Instagram. So. I think it's just, you know, catering it to your clientele and it comes down to really knowing your customer. So if you can work out a way to analyse your demographic of customer, their age, what they do, what channels they're on, that that can really go a long way to, to helping your customers refer. Of course, and, and listeners that are paying attention to each and every episode of Marketing Builder will know that I've already spoken about building buyer personas which is really getting inside your target audience's head so Luke you make a great point around that and you're a man after my own heart who says when you say that you should really be concentrating on building an email database because again the listeners will know it's something that's very dear to my heart because it's it's the one piece of marketing that you can truly own where people have given you permission to market to them but the absolute onus is on the business to treat that with respect and that kind of leads into number six for me and the question that I want to ask because number six is all about keeping your business front of mind and and that can be hard these days especially when businesses they have access to so many digital tools and, and some of them they just flood our inbox every single day and their social feeds and we just get sick of seeing their ads And it can be even tougher if you're a a business that doesn't actually interact with your target audience and and your customers week in, week out. You gave an example earlier of an accountant. How important is keeping your business front of mind when you're trying to get people to refer? This is a really tough one because, as you mentioned, some businesses will find this quite easy and some businesses will find it quite hard, Um, especially the small businesses that we deal with. Uh, they definitely come at, this is a tough one for them to to keep front of mind. You know, we, we've got a few trades on the on the platform and we've got a fencer and he's he's often doing one job at a time and how often you need to build a fence in your house. It's uh, it's it's generally once in a lifetime if if that and the ability for him to keep in touch with his 
uh, past customers is tough. Uh, you know, he might have an email address uh, that he gets when he sends an invoice, but he he, he doesn't have any way to, to interact and, and keep a relationship with them, which is really important in terms of keeping your business front of mind, especially if your business that relies on people coming back to see you because it's very these days there's so many businesses that are in your category that someone can choose from um, and people they're not as loyal as they used to be and so trying to maintain that relationship and keep them coming back is very tough so and as you said people are faced with so many ads and media these days um, how does a business let their customer know that they're still around so i think the real key is to make sure that they can keep a relationship with their customer and they can do this in a variety of ways but generally the, the best way that uh, i've tried to educate the businesses on on reward buddy is to send content to their customers uh, regularly if they can, uh, whether that's via social media, whether it's you know through their email database. People, after they've purchased with you, they don't want to get content which is only telling them about an, an ad or a promotion or this is a service we offer, et cetera, et cetera. They, they want to see things that, that make them excited or um, really resonate with them uh, and aren't spammy. So... I think creating a strategy to reconnect with them in a way that gives them content that is not advertising a business, but connecting them with them in a way that is content that they're happy to see and then they resonate with is, is really important. And I think one of the challenges for businesses there as well is, as you mentioned, the fencer. He has to try and maintain brand awareness with people where if he does provide a great experience and a great customer service and a great product and a great outcome which is this amazing fence people probably won't need another fence while they live in that house so his job is to try and lift above his niche and as you said try and give content that obviously isn't just selling fences but it might be just surprising and delighting them might be a little bit of a mix of humor it might mix a little bit of sales stuff in there from time to time when he's got specials or he's got space on his books and and things like that and people will accept that if that isn't the only time that you post and the only thing that you post because then that those posts and that content and those emails are only ever focused on something that the business wants to get out of that relationship rather than how they can enhance the content for the customers so with that in mind I think number seven is one of my favorites and I harp on about it all the time with people because it is so cost effective and it's really powerful, especially for businesses that that don't have huge marketing budgets or maybe they are really quite niche. I just do fences or I just do dog grooming and I don't want to steal your thunder. So can you tell us all about creating a referral team? Yeah, this one's pretty important and it's it's one that uh, does require a little bit of thought from a business owner, but it's often easier than they think it is. Uh, and I think the key there is to think about who's in your network and and when you think about a network, it's really just who, who do you know? Who do you like and trust? Who do you connect with? Who do you chat with? So your friends, your family, uh, your loyal customers that you know love what you do, anyone who you really think might be advocates of your business they're your marketers they're your best marketers it's not the people that you're sending a facebook ad out to that has never heard of you before it's the people that know you that like you that trust you that have used you before so really connecting with with them in the article i talk about connecting with 
businesses that target your customer demographic that have a similar customer that you use and, and you're trying to target, uh, but they're non-competing. So they're not, it's not like a physio, you're not connecting with another physio on the roads, down the streets. It's someone like if you're a health cafe and you're connecting with a gym or you're a gym and you're connecting with a physio. So you both have the same client that you want to attract. And so if you've got a gym has a database of, of clients that they, they look after and they trust and a physio has a different database but they're similar characteristics, that, that's your chance to connect with that business and say, okay, let's work together. Let's offer something um, where we can reward our clients to go and see you and vice versa and you start to just strike up a relationship and then you guys can help each other out. That, that can be quite powerful. So I think it's just thinking about, okay, what other businesses are in my suburb or on my street that have similar clients to me and, you know, just go down the street, have a coffee with them, have a chat and work out something where you guys can work together. And that can be pretty powerful over a number of years. So I think another key thing there is just to make sure that you, it's easy just to go and ask a business, can you refer to us? Can you refer to us? I think this will work. The best thing there is to offer your, what you can do for them first, because most they're most likely going to refer back to you because they feel they need to. If you start things off first and, and help them out, these relationships work much better if, if you're the one starting it. So I think that's quite important when we talk about creating a network too. I think that's great advice because a lot of business coaches and, and maybe even business consultants and people like that will always give people advice to niche down, be, be really narrow on, on what you can offer people and really focus in on a narrow part of the target market and be really, really good at that. And that's great advice when you're trying to develop products and services to a certain target audience. But what it does do, it hinders you when it comes time to market because the pool of people that you can go to sometimes is so thin that you just don't have a lot to talk about because if you just paint the left-hand side of a fence, then I mean it's really hard to market that. But if you go and talk to somebody who mows the lawns or paints roofs or you know washes dogs and they're in and in and around a property, then that's how you can lift above your niche and actually start working together to market. And I love that advice as well about don't go with the attitude of what can I get out of this relationship of referrals. I like the attitude and the angle of going in and going, this is what I can do to help your business, knowing that they're going to be reciprocal when it comes to referring people to you. And it actually helps keep you top of mind because ultimately it builds a relationship where they really like you because you're helping them get business. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. 
And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. Luke, finally, number eight. Again, something that is super important these days when we're all so busy, but we're also trying to reach our target audiences that ironically are also really digitally connected, but they're also distracted as well. And so number eight is all about getting the right tools to assist us. How do we go about that? In terms of helping your business getting more referrals and, and, and getting digitally connected with the right tools, it can just make the process so much more simpler. If you don't have the tools to automate the process, it just makes life so much harder, uh, especially if you're a small business cafe and you just don't have the time to, to think about all the logistics of a referral-based system. Uh, it, it's, it's really tough. Um, when we uh, implemented a refer-a-friend program at our physio clinic, it, it did work well, but it, it was quite hard. So we would hand out referral, um, refer-a-friend cards uh, that people could hand to their friends and family and they bring them back in. And I guess the issue there is that, you know, someone could come back in and say, oh, I'm, you know, I've been referred by this person, but they wouldn't bring the card in. So you wouldn't know whether that referral program was working. So that was just an instance to say, look, you know, there's a system there to, for a referral program, but it's not very automated and we couldn't really track it. So I think that's important to have these tools that can automate um, your referral program so you can actually track it and know that it's working. And as I mentioned before, uh, there are online-based uh, referral refer a friend tools for e-commerce uh, platforms but there's really nothing for offline service-based businesses that take payments offline and I guess that's what we're trying to achieve with Reward Buddy uh, which which automates that process and allows you to track that referral over time. Create It gives a unique code to each customer so that they can track it themselves and it just it puts the um, work onto the customer to to do it but it, it makes it easy for them too so it just makes life simple for everyone and i think tracking is a really important point because in a former life just as digital marketing and and electronic systems and tech to help us run our businesses were really starting to take off so in a former life i used to work for a private college and i used to walk around at the start of the semester and just catch up with everybody that was a new student and just just ask them, how'd you hear about us? And the amount of people that could not remember how they heard about us is, is good and bad. Good because they were probably coming in contact with lots of marketing tactics, whether it was a school visit or they got on our database and there was multiple things happening. But sometimes people would say things like, oh, I heard you on the radio. And I'd be like, 
women run radio ads for three years. Or I saw you on Channel 7, and I'm like, I've never run ads on Channel 7. So having the ability to track where these referrals come from give you the ability to go back and, and thank the people that have made the referrals, but it also helps you track which channels of referrals are the best and, and whether you need, then need to spend time trying to increase the efficiency of the other channels or you put all your eggs in one basket and go hard at the channels that work really well for you. So I think that's some some great points that you made there around the tracking and the tools. So Luke, that's a great chat. Lots of easy and practical advice that all businesses can implement, whether, I don't know, they're a local florist or they're a larger business like a a builder or a consulting firm. And that is what Reward Buddy is all about. So now is your time to shine and, and go deep. Tell us about Reward Buddy. Give it a plug. How can people find out about it? How can they get involved? And and how can they stay up to date with what you're doing? Your reward buddy essentially is just gives you a small business the ability to have their own rewards program. Uh, And that involves uh, allowing uh, them to reward their clients for referring uh, and also for constantly coming back and purchasing with them. So I guess the reason I I created it is I I wanted to help small businesses um, have what online businesses have in terms of leveraging uh, referral systems and um, helping them find more clients basically in terms of how it works it's it's free for customers to sign up in terms of businesses uh it is a, a one month free trial so if they wanted to you know test it out they just have to contact me uh you know my email's hello at rewardbuddy.com.au uh, and essentially I'll set up a, a listing for them, create the rewards program for them. Uh, they can sort of um, pick and choose how they want to do the rewards program and what type of rewards they'd like to offer. And yeah, after the month, they generally go from there and, and decide if they want to continue. So it's really uh, a, a no-risk uh, way of, of trying to find new customers outstanding and we'll put all the links to all those things your email and a link to the reward buddy website so listeners just head along to the show notes at marketingbuilder.net or you can head straight to rewardbuddy.com.au and find out more about it luke santa maria founder at reward buddy thank you so much for coming on the marketing builder podcast and sharing your your expertise around ways to get more customer referrals thanks for having me on great part two of the chat with Luke and I hope over the two episodes he's started to get you thinking more and more about the often overlooked marketing tactics of leveraging your word of mouth and referrals. As Luke mentioned, you can get in contact with him on hello at rewardbuddy.com.au or head directly to the website rewardbuddy.com.au to find out more. That's a wrap for episode 19. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and it has been amazing having you listen to this show, and I trust you got lots out of hearing from Luke. Loved this episode. Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Or in the spirit of what Luke has spoken about across the past two episodes, tell a few businesses about this podcast and help you with some word of mouth. I'd also love to hear from you and what marketing you're killing or crushing or maybe you're finding a bit tough or you're stuck on something, you have a question, you're not sure about a certain part of marketing, please get in contact with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston, that's O-Y-S-T-O-N, or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKT. BLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. 
This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing flop out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.